Hello, listeners of Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk, and more with Phil Scott. Follow the show today on Instagram. On Instagram, it's Podcast Phil. Again, follow the show, Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk, and more with me, your host, Phil Scott, on Instagram at Podcast Phil. You'll see lots of interesting pictures, content, and more. Follow it today. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk, and more with me, your host, Phil Scott. Today, my guest is artist and owner of Mahogany Studios, Mahogany. Hello. Mahogany Noni, <laughs> I should say, Mahogany Noni. Yes. You're, my, you're my guest today. So, Mahogany, thank you so very much for doing the show. I've been wanting to get you on for a while, and I'm glad you've you've been able to do it today so thank you so much for coming on yeah you're so welcome I'm so I'm so glad to be on I'm so glad that you reached out to me um because it was it's at a pretty good time because I'm figured I'm kind of winding down on my art commissions and kind of slowing some things down just to kind of go back and focus on a collection that I want to put out that's completely of my own choosing versus Mm -hmm. you know commission requests that other people want so great timing Awesome. Well, I'm going to be asking you about both of those things, actually. That's some of my questions that I have for you. So that's perfect. Do it. All right. Okay. So Mahogany, first of all, uh, tell us about where you grew up, um, um, where you went to school, um, how you um, became interested in being an artist, those kinds of things. So I was actually born in San Bernardino, California, itty bitty tiny town. I didn't really hear anything about San Bernardino until my last job I had in corporate America, which was a a logistics company. And we shipped out of, um, we had a couple of warehouses that we worked with that shipped out of San Bernardino. I was like, oh, okay. So that's like the only thing there. (laughs) But um, I honestly, I haven't been back in gosh, years to California. I've lived in pretty much Georgia all my life since I was six. Travels around a little bit during my first marriage, um, but ultimately came back um, after my divorce and have pretty much been here. Got a very spunky little curious four-year-old daughter um, who's like the light of my days, but also sometimes <laughs> just, just, just gotta get some of nerves a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> as I'm sure any parent would agree, but you know, it's, it's fun. As far as like how I got into art, that happened pretty early on um that was probably back when i was in fifth grade i realized i could draw or that my art abilities were different from other people's they i'll never forget we went to um a computer lab my whole class did in fifth grade and we uh one girl had printed out the old english um alphabet and this is clearly a very Hispanic class. <laughs> so they're trying, everybody's trying to be a little gangster, a little thug. We're in like fifth grade. And they're like, oh, let's just print. This girl wanted to print out the alphabet. And she hit print and nothing happened. And she's like, I don't know what's going happening. And it's just not coming out. Um, she accidentally ended up hitting print like 20 times. 
we weren't supposed to this goes for like just about any school nobody likes to waste paper nobody likes to waste ink so Mm -hmm. the teachers said oh my god you did not just print all that we have to everyone just here take a take a piece of paper take a take a little alphabet and fold it up put it in your pockets don't tell anyone we printed all this paper out everybody got back to the um we I was in a trailer back then so it was a trailer classroom um and we all were like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like practice drawing mine. All right, we'll reconvene the next day and see, you know, who who could draw or can, you know, basically replicate it. And I remember I went home and I had the I had um, my paper and then I had tore off a piece and given some to my brother to do. And he started trying to sit there and draw some of the letters as well. And it wasn't as good as mine. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is a little better like okay whatever I mean it's not that hard it's just lines <laughs> and I go back to school the next day and I think I had like capital A and lowercase letters as well um A through H or G something like that and I mixed up the order but I didn't realize it until I got to class to class the next day and I showed all like everybody pulled out their piece of paper like okay how'd you do like how's yours come out and the girls in my class swore on everything that I did not draw mine. Wow. That somebody else did it for me and I brought it to school to be, you know, presumptuous and just say that I did this and I really didn't. And in their faces, I took the piece of paper and crumbled it up. And they're like, why did you just do that? And I'm like, because the order was wrong. I put like one letter before another letter and I, was, I did it wrong. So let me just start over. And they literally like picked it up like, <laughs> what oh my gosh like but those are some good letters you just do it I'm like I'll just do make more like it's okay calm down because so that was pretty the for me like it never seemed like a it just didn't seem hard it was just something like I always did and I would zone out mm-hmm. and I would get into um what a lot of you know neuroscientists refer to as like your flow state and it's it's, it really hasn't changed. Like I've gotten older and I've kind of embarked on different types of art, different types of medium. Like for the longest, I only did black and white. It wasn't until I was in eighth grade, I made like my first drawing with color. I don't know why I just thought, oh my God, black and white just looks so much cooler. It's like so <laughs> more, so dark and emotional. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, color is like whew, a whole new world. And now I do all sorts of stuff from like X-Men with claws holding um x-23's hand to mexican flags to abstract dutch pours um so i'm all over the place but i like it i don't like being boxed in (laughs) well that's a good thing because i've seen the work that you've um done on on instagram on your instagram post and i've I've seen some of the flags that you've done and god your work is just amazing (laughs) I mean, you, you you have, you are so talented and I wish I had an ounce of that talent. (laughs) Um, I guess. That's so kind. I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome, but it's, it's so true because anyone who sees your work, I mean, I mean, look at that behind you. (laughs) I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that takes talent and apparently you have natural talent. You have that. Yeah. And honestly, it was, I was so insecure about selling paintings for years. I mean, years, this goes back to like 
I don't know, probably like even when I was a child, I never even like drawings. Like I would draw, make a drawing for someone and Valentine's Day rolled around. I would make a little heart with a script over it mm-hmm. and then put some, some guy's girlfriend's name in there. And then that would be her Valentine's Day gift. Like I have people that still like mainly on Facebook because I have a lot of my high school friends on there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I still have such and such drawing. I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'll just, I might be like old and dying and people will be like, oh, this is worth so much money now. I'm like, oh, that's the plan <laughs> to get to that point. But, um, but yeah, I've, I've never, I've never, I've always wanted to just explore different types of art and even like with what I want to do with my next collection in May, like that's basically me wanting to create something that I haven't seen done. Um, or maybe I just haven't come across it yet. So now, do you have any artists um, that have influenced you or inspired you over the years that you've looked oh. at their stuff and you've been like, "Wow, they were amazing" well, or "are amazing"? Yeah. So, um, in my earlier um, childhood, there was this. Oh my gosh, I don't even. I don't know if anyone even in listening knows what show this is, but. It was an older man. It came it was like a kids show. It was an older man, and it was called I think like Pappy Druid or something. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. Oh my god, I remember the theme song and everything. But it's basically this older like grandpa looking farmer man, and he has this magical <laughs> that he goes into. And there was always like the way he would solve the problems was he would make drawings. And ever I just remember at the end he would make. A drawing and literally go step by step by step and I would always do it and I'm like that was like my very first like you know you can make more than just letters or you can make more than just little boxes like you can really make something mm-hmm. after that I mean more recently it's been um an amazing Dutch poor artist um who I found on YouTube who I actually learned from uh Rinska Dana. she's Ooh, European of some sort. I just can't remember what. I might, I think like German or Dutch. I'm not sure. But um, she's an, she's extraordinary. Um, and then um, there's another guy, Colors by Felix. And of course, Bob Ross. Duh. <laughs> He's up my side. I mean, the, the guy's um, been gone for the longest time, but it's it's still like you can turn to KPBS here in San Diego and see his see him painting. Oh, nice. It, it's, it's, he, I mean, the guy is still such a classic. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> It's just it's, there's a, even a Bob Ross chia pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that over the holidays. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of stuff. All but he was, I mean, that he's he's influenced so many people. Mm-hmm. So many people. And so it's interesting to see your influences. And yeah, I've I've got a I've got a little rainbow of of influences. You've got like your YouTube people and you've got like Bob Ross <laughs> so, yeah and for you um what have been some of your favorite works that you've done of your own so far oh oh that's a toughie oh my goodness um there was one I just sold well not just just but back in um it's like mid-march um at my art show I sold it 
it was called Blue Lagoon. And I'll have to tag you in it later so you can see it. But um, it was one of my favorites and I hadn't even glossed it. I remember that week I was rushing to get everything ready for my first art show. I was so excited and like I didn't even gloss it. I just took it and the colors were beautiful and just popped and worked very well together. And um, I that was my first Dutch pour. So my first kind of flowy looking painting I had done in a long time so I was kind of nervous that was like my tester I was like let me just see how this comes out and it came out perfectly mm -hmm. and I sold it and I was like oh my goodness and the girl was so wow full circle the girl that bought it was from California and said she bought it because it reminded her of the water in California and she was homesick and I called Aww. it the lagoon so I was yeah it was um I loved that one I really I really really enjoyed that one now one thing that's really fascinating for me to see is when you post your time-lapse work. Oh, yeah. That is fascinating because just to see how your work progresses, I mean, well, that's amazing. And it's, it's just, oh, it's fascinating to see that. I'm glad that you do that because it, it gives viewers an inside look at what it takes and how meticulous you yeah. are at doing your work because it seems like you're very meticulous. Yeah, I... I appreciate you for pointing that out because honestly, those time lapses, if I record for 20 minutes, the time lapse is 30 seconds. Wow. You know, so if, if you could, if you have that in mind and then you think it's like, sometimes I put them up and they're like four minutes or however long, but also too, I'll be completely honest with you. I started doing time lapses because I wanted to get away from painting live. Mm-hmm. I was doing that a lot um, back in the fall and during the summer, and it was nice. Um, but I've just there's just nothing like being in like the zone and being in that flow state where I am completely concentrated on what I'm doing. It's to the point where, and I've even mentioned this to my brother, where I'll get so focused, so tuned into what I'm doing, I'll forget to eat. I'll forget to drink water. Like I have to bring stuff into this, like my workstation mm -hmm. to like snack on or drink or something. Cause if not, I will literally go to bed and like, wait, why am I hungry? Oh, <laughs> cause I haven't eaten like five hours. Right. So, and it's obviously completely unintentional, but I, it's, I mean, I, I heard it on a, I heard somebody giving a keynote speech or something saying that they wanted to learn guitar but they didn't have the commitment that a professional guitarist had. And when he went to go speak to a friend who was a professional guitarist, he noticed that he would hold his breath to play a certain note. Hmm. And then he thought to himself, like, I don't, I don't have that level of commitment to sit there and hold my breath. And then I thought about that and I was like, I am literally that person because I will, when it comes to paint, like I can paint or draw a straight line, no problem. Mm -hmm. But when I do, I actually do. Oh my God. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And I, I mean, and there's, there's little moments where you almost want time to freeze for a second, just to like, really, yes, do it perfectly, but also to just like, it just, I honestly, the best way I can describe it is just, I feel like I'm in just complete alignment with what God wants me to do. And there's, that's really the best way I can say it. And that's, I feel like also too, why I prefer to do also the time lapses because 
you get to see me doing all my randomness, flipping the canvas around and flipping that thing up like a tortilla and just like, okay, going to town on it. And then at the end, you just see like the sped up process. It's almost more satisfying to watch, I feel, rather than watching me for five minutes paint one line over and over. <laughs> but it's really cool to see that. And just like I said, you're, you're very detailed. You're very meticulous oh, yeah. with your work. And just your painting, it's just that freehand. And I'm, I want to talk to you about that too. Yeah. Doing, um, doing a commission work as, as opposed to doing like the things behind you, just doing like freehand, just mm -hmm. things that you see visually in your mind that you want to do, or did they, they just come out? I'm sure mm, they yeah. just come out too. Um, so I want to talk about that when we come back from our first break, the differences in, in doing those kinds of work and the different levels of satisfaction that you get from doing each one. So we'll, We'll be right back with more consumers, cars, tech talk, and more with me, your host, Phil Scott, and my guest, Mahogany Noni. We'll be right back. Welcome back to consumers cars tech talk and more with me your host phil scott welcome back to this episode of consumers cars tech talk and more with me your host phil scott and my host or my host <laughs> my guest man i'm leaving this in too i'm, I'm not taking this out i'm leaving this in my guest mahogany <laughs> noni she's an artist oh, way to remind me i need to start my podcast <laughs> yeah i'm the i'm leaving that faux pas in there just so people can see that i'm a real guy i make mistakes too <laughs> oh don't we all. i make mistakes too um but my guest today is mahogany noni so mahogany thank you so much for doing the show today i appreciate it That's now great. i wanted to ask you in this segment among other things about doing commissioned work as opposed to just doing just your freehand just your your own individual ideas and doing that kind of work what level of satisfaction you get from doing each one um the differences in terms of thought process into doing those two works because it's mm -hmm. two I'm, it's two totally different thought processes for sure oh yeah and um what your feedback has been like from um customers and from people on social media who've seen your work because your mm. work is just incredible no oh, thank you You're so um to hit your first question about you know the differences between like the free-handed ideas that i have versus very specific rigid ideas that i'm brought or that get brought to me i should say it's um it's 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 an it's an it's a dance regardless of what I do, it's a dance. It's either, you know, a very like solo hippie with a hula hoop dance and I'm just over here waving my paint everywhere mm -hmm. or a very rigid like foxtrot and it has to be done a specific manner because the person doesn't want that color in the painting. That's right. just kind of how I see it. I also taught dance <laughs> for like four years. So that's probably why I'm using that reference. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's, um. I prefer when I'm given free reign and just kind of bring the idea to fruition for the person. I don't 
and you would think I'm really big on like sketching and drawing, but honestly, before the before the uh, paintings go out or before the paintings get made, I really don't sketch all that much. I remember for the iconic Mexico piece that I did, the Mexican flag, I, it was the, actually, I think I have it in here somewhere. It was like the, the roughest like sketch you probably have ever seen. And I just, I it literally, it came to me right in the morning. I, I think it was like eight or something. I can't remember what time it was. I rolled out of, out of bed, looked at my phone and saw, and of course, <laughs> check your social media first thing in the morning, right? The worst thing to do. <laughs> but it was probably the best thing that morning. I had a message from my old manager saying, hey, you know, I want to see if I can get you to make a painting for me. I was like, sure. Would you have in mind? Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but I just know I need something and I want you to do it. I was like, okay, well, I've known that my former manager had always worked in departments that were Mexico related mm-hmm. um, because it's just all, all that we did and all he was doing at the time too at his new job and I was like how about I make you a Mexican flag and he's like yes that's so me he's Mexican he works with Mexico so I was like it worked perfectly and I was like okay I'll do it like Dutch pour so the colors will be flowing they won't actually blend with each other um, and they won't be completely divided either he loved the idea I took it I ran with it and it was great because he, I mean, everything I showed him, he's like, all right, that, that looks great. Yeah, sure. That looks great. He just kind of went along for the ride. <laughs> um, but it's also interesting when I get commissions and I've had to, I've gotten better about asking, do you want to see the process? Do you only want to see the sketch? Because some people flat out don't want to see the process. Like I'm forbidden to share anything. Like they want it to be a complete surprise and they want to be the first ones to see it when they get it. Wow. Um. So yeah, and I take that so seriously because it's like if I'm paying somebody, you know, a couple hundred dollars to make them a painting or they're, they're going to, I would hope, honor what I'm asking and just not, you know, put it out. Mm-hmm. So and then it's always the ones that they want to keep a secret that are like the ones I'm like fiending <laughs> to share. <laughs> like the one I just finished today, which was the Ecuador flag. And I shipped it out today. I, I even sent um a miniature little something with it and he's going to love it. But it's, um it's interesting kind of in my mind, they see the sketch on the canvas, but then after that, their brain, their their brain just goes off. They're like, I just have to trust that she's gonna, it's gonna turn out great. Mm-hmm. And it usually comes out very well. Thankfully, hasn't, you know, hasn't steered me wrong yet. But um, as far as the opposite end, which is the people that are very like, I've only had maybe one or two people that flat out exactly knew what they wanted and one of them go figure was my own brother mm-hmm. and he was like nope that's not it no that's not it and I had to like try it again and again and again I was like fine all right how about like this and then when I got it to what he wanted I realized it pushed me out of my comfort zone but it also inspired me to maybe later on in the fall it'll be like my fall collection mm-hmm. um and it was that one was an emoji it was like a bear with colors shooting out of it I don't know if you saw that one but that was um it was a challenging one <laughs> to say the least tell me about the tattoo that you did 
what tattoo? Um, are you talking about the one with the Wolverine? Oh, well, it was. Oh gosh, it was one it that you you did kind of recently. Mm-hmm. I know that has to be it. It was. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. It was the it was the up house. It had to be it. I think because I was tattooing. It was. This will pro- this will have to be it. All right, we're gonna turn it from that one. That's like the yes, 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 yes. That, that's okay, it. so that was so that was um. Let me see if I can pull up the that. So that right there was actually based off of um, X Men. So it's Logan and then X twenty three, which is the daughter in that last Logan movie that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has two claws, so they're holding hands and. The situation with that was that he has that tattoo on his hand, on his forearm, and I wanted him um, to be a part of the painting since it was for him and for his daughter. Um, so I was like, just shoot, send me a picture of your arm, like with the tattoo, both sides. I mean, he's a military guy, so he's pretty tatted up. I was like, pick an arm. Which one? Which one? Do you, which one do you want me to use? Um, he's like, yo, this one with this one. It's the up tattoo. That tattoo, uh, painting all the balloons and everything, like, there's, like I said, there's a reason why I throw those on time lapses, because they're just, they take so long. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very tedious at times, but it came out pretty good. Um, a lot of people were kind of confused, like, why is Up on, like, the movie Up on that? Like, I was like, well, you have to see the guy's hand, and then you understand that it's literally just a painting for him, because in the event that somebody were to try to replicate my work, mm-hmm they wouldn't understand why that was there unless they saw it from my page, unless mm-hmm. they really wanted to be evil in like Photoshop. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. Same situation with that one. He did not want to see any of it. So I was literally fiending to share it with people. And I think I might've shared it with like two or three people and like did the little close friends on Instagram where it only shows your story to like whoever you pick mm-hmm. and I would send it I was like oh my god you have to see this you I'm like I'm like geeking out right now like this is amazing because I never um I get I get asked all the time like hey can you paint this hey can you paint this I'm like look the only thing I will not paint is faces and I painted um I did I've done two portraits and um they've been for the same person mm-hmm. only because he's understood that I will only do abstract right and um it was a father's day portrait where it's a dad and his son shaving and they're all different shades of blue and then um a husband and wife on their wedding day and you just don't see their face you just mainly see their silhouette so mm-hmm. yeah other than that i stay in my lane <laughs> stay in my lane well you're really really talented at what you do and i wanted to ask you too it's it sounds to me and that you've had really positive feedback from your work. Thankfully, yes, I I I did have one. Um, I don't even want to call it a complaint, but it was one very unfortunate thing that had happened when I was first first starting out, and I had to learn about what paper to use when wrapping the the paintings and you know doing shipping and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I felt so bad. I still to this day feel so bad. 
<laughs> but uh, it was just one of those moments. It was a learning opportunity, and I learned from it and moved on and got better. But um, I put the wrong paper, and so the paper stuck to the painting. Oh no! Um, so yeah, she still never really let me know how it came out. She said it it was okay, and she just said it was fine. It was fine. But I was like, no, like it's just it's stuck. But um, but. I mean, other than that, it everything's been fine. Like I've had people ask me, like, "Hey, like, um, can you send this to like California?" I was like, "Honey, I've sent paintings to Australia. It's I I I'm great with shipping. My my I got had to get new boxes actually. Um, because for the longest, I I'm not the type of artist like I don't order from Uline. I never had to because I just wasn't getting that many orders. Mm -hmm. Um, but recently because of that one Mexico flag video going viral and getting so many requests i i had to <laughs> like i have three more commissions i have to finish um within the next two weeks thank you for listening to this episode of consumers cars tech talk and more with me your host phil scott everyone thank you for listening take care be safe out there Take care of one another, and we will talk again soon. Hello, listeners of Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk, and more with Phil Scott. Follow the show today on Instagram. On Instagram, it's Podcast Phil. Again, follow the show, Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk, and more with me, your host, Phil Scott, on Instagram at Podcast Phil. We'll see. Lots of interesting pictures, content, and more. Follow it today.